and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce odyssey podcast i'm here with joanne from bpos joanne could you tell us a bit about yourself and your company please sure trevor pressure to be here today with you um yeah i started the company in one and a half years ago more or less by the end of 2020 uh, when all the people were kind of buying Amazon businesses like crazy. So I, I learned that there was an opportunity there, but I'm more of a finance guy. So I wanted to focus in, in helping these people buy companies, given that uh, they needed to raise significant amounts of money uh, and not so much in the operation. So I, I, the idea from the first uh, minute was to help them acquire the companies by lending um, anywhere between 50 and 80% of the, of the purchase price. So that's, uh, okay. that's what we do. We lend money for, for acquisitions. So what, what kind of, what's the kind of commercial deal you come into, you know, obviously you don't have to share details, just broadly speaking, um, you know, what, what's the, what kind of rates do you charge? How long do people have to pay it off? Um, so, yeah, let me get you through an example. It's, uh, I think it's going to be easier. So let's say that you're going to buy a company that is worth one million US dollars, and this company yeah. is making one million in revenue and two hundred k in profit. So then we will probably lend uh, somewhere between seven hundred and eight hundred k, which is between seventy and eighty percent of the purchase price, nice. and and somewhere in between, between three and four times profit. So that's uh, the kind of of metrics we look for deciding the amount that we're going to lend. Um, so if, if you like the amount and you're ready to um, use your cash for funding the rest on, on your own equity, then we will you will buy the, the company with our funds. And then what happens next, we take security over the assets that are being acquired, but we don't take any type of personal guarantees from the, from the buyer. So that's kind of uh, relevant. Okay. And, uh, and then it gets repaid throughout the course of around five years, uh, it's a flexible variable schedule based on, on revenues. So we take a, a cut of revenues and, and go into the example again, that will be probably around 15% of revenues, which is um, a, a portion of the profit. And, uh, and we get repaid with that until we get to a multiplier of the amount we lend, which is usually 1.6 times throughout the course of, of five years. Okay. Um, so in the example, it would be getting back 1.1 million, maybe. Um, and, and, and there's some, also something important. Um, if you are able to find cheaper financing after one, two years, three years, we don't want to get in the way. So we, we will have a, a discounted multiplier. So if by the end of year one, you're able to find financing, instead of charging 1.6, we will charge 1.15 times the, the principal amount that we lent in the beginning. Okay, so I mean, do you think that because obviously there's been a lot of M and A activity around FBA sellers recently? I mean, do you presumably you have to get you you must value the acquisition target? I mean, would you basically if someone wants to borrow, you know, pay more from what it was worth? What would you do under those circumstances? So we don't really care so much about the amount being paid. We have a limit on the amount that we can lend. So if you're able to fund the excess of that with your own equity or even add a seller note or an air note to bridge the gap uh, to seller expectations, then, then that's fine for us. What we have to make sure is that we don't lend uh, higher than four times uh, SDE or, or the profit of the, of the business. Okay. So you're basically you're valuing the acquisition target on a kind of four times multiple? Is, is that right? 
more or less, yeah. That's uh, that's the amount that we can leverage the company. But if you want to pay eight times and you uh, and you want to pay at those other four times out of your own equity, then that's okay, fine for us. Right. You, know? so you can you can do that. Okay. So have you seen? I mean, because obviously, have you seen the prices that people are paying go up? Because there's obviously a lot of demand. Have you seen the prices go up? That, that's a good question. First of all, we're focusing on the smaller segments. So we are lending uh, tickets between 100K and 1.5 million. So that kind of sets the type of market we're heading to. And for that market, we're seeing that the multiples are uh, steady between two and a half times and four times uh, SDE, maybe five times for very good businesses. SDE to uh, set the profit, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What does SDE stand for? Uh, seller's discretionary earnings. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like like profit before the salary of, of the owner himself. Right. Okay. okay. And uh, and I guess that in that segment in particular, there's not so much of an inflation in in uh, in multiples. I think the the segment above like deals between I don't know two to ten million. There's a lot much. Uh, there's a lot more competition, and uh, and that's where the the multiple inflation is, is happening right now. Okay. So there's a lot of funding companies out there. How, what makes you guys different? So I guess that our specialization in acquisition financing is, is, is the key. I mean, we, we have a lot of peers and competitors that are lending on Amazon businesses, on SaaS businesses, on e-commerce businesses like we do, um, but they're usually funding growth. So that means that they're lending small amounts, maybe one, two uh, months of revenue. They expect to get repaid throughout the course of one year, uh, and they don't really understand the kind of nuances of, of financing the acquisition of a business. So that's that's our main differentiator. We're able to lend bigger amounts that are useful for acquiring a business, um, and uh, and all of our structures are geared towards helping people buy businesses. So we are kind of an analysis partner. Before they buy a business, they will have our pre-approval, so they can see whether the business is good or bad, and then they rely on us for understanding the downsides. That's the type of things that we that we do. And other platforms, not so much. They, they focus on, on growth and other type of, of, of deals. Okay. So um, what kind of, um, I mean, what do you look for? So is it, do you look for anything? Uh, so what are the criteria that you look for from the company that's borrowing the money for you? Have you got any, any, any particular things that you? So, yeah. So the type of businesses that we lend on, as I said, Amazon uh, e-commerce and, and subscription-based businesses. And uh, in terms of, of Amazon businesses, we look at uh, the product portfolio itself. So we have to make sure that the products are very, very well positioned within the, the Amazon marketplace. Uh, they've been around for a while. And they have good reviews. They have, in general, we, we have like a scoring model that analyzes the positioning of the of the products that the business is is selling. Uh, we compare it to competitors. That's a, that we do a kind of a detailed analysis of the product portfolio. And other than that, we look at financial ratios. So it's uh, it's relevant for us that the the tacos, uh, I mean the, the the advertising cost as a percentage of sales is uh, contained. Uh, that the company is profitable overall, and we like companies that are making uh, at least 10% uh, of profit uh, compared to, to revenues. Uh, and if it's 20 or higher, then much better. Uh, and obviously, we look for, um, I mean, declining assets are, uh, are doable, but uh, they get 
penalized a lot in, in our model. Um, the way we look at the businesses, we look at the, the, the past 24 months. So we look at monthly PNL for the last 24 months. So when that, when that is not available, because the business has not been trading uh, for more than 12, 18 months, that penalizes a lot. It's, it, will, it will still be doable, but in the end, uh, it, it gets much harder to, to go through our, our underwriting process. And uh, I guess those are the main kind of uh, restrictions that we operate with. Uh, we're pretty flexible. There are also some categories that we don't do. So we don't do jewelry or supplements. Uh, we don't do basic electronics. But other than that, we are kind of uh, very open in, in, in what we can do. Okay. So what should a company, if, if, you know, if a business was looking to buy something, what, um, what, you know, what would you recommend as an acquisition target? How, they, how should they go and find one? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, our analysis uh, focuses a lot in the, I would say, in the health of the business and, uh, uh, and the downsides. So we make sure that there's not so much risk when buying a business. We don't look so much into the upsides, which we, we kind of leave that part of the analysis to the buyer. So from our perspective, we're looking for um, a, a category that is super solid, that is profitable, where competition is uh, not so high. And uh, uh, yeah, profitability and uh, and growth is not super important for us, but uh, but it, it would definitely uh, be a plus. Uh, but but uh, what we look for is products that have a very very good, um, very very good positioning within the, the marketplace. In the end, what we're looking for is for businesses that are going to be uh, still generating revenues in five years, which is our average uh, term. So that's, that's what we look for. Other than that, uh, in terms of upsides, et cetera, I would recommend to look for opportunities to improve in terms of uh, you know, having some room for increasing the marketing budget, which is usually, so if, if you find businesses that have 20% uh, tacos, uh, that means there will be not so much room in, in terms of uh, increasing the marketing budget and, and growing it more. Um, this, this type of things, this type of opportunities that are, are good in terms of, of making the business grow because organically um, the Amazon marketplace is, uh, is growing more or less steadily at rates of 10%, but, uh, but if you want to have a, a high growth opportunity, then you have to find these, uh, these little upsides and improvements that you can do. Okay. So, I mean, do you find that people have a, like a particular size of product portfolio or is it just, does it vary? Does it? So yeah, uh, we underwrite per target. So in the end, we, we've learned to repeat clients and people who are aggregators and, and, and build a, a portfolio of, of products, but we've also uh, helped people buy a small uh, niche product or, or small company. And, uh, and we're happy with that. I, I, we, we don't care so much about that. If obviously, um, the ability to have diversification in terms of product portfolio is, is something that is good because if one of them fails, then you have uh, more on the agenda. But I think it doesn't make sense to spread yourself uh, too thin, you know, because if you have a lot of products that don't sell too much, then it's usually very hard to manage. So, so. Okay. I mean, do you think this whole kind of, you know, buying up FBA businesses, I mean, it just seems like a bit of a bubble at the moment. Do you think it's going to burst or what do you think of the, the future holds for the market? So in the end, I mean, people buying businesses have been around for many, many years. Um, half a billion businesses or small businesses are sold uh, every year in the US and around 300k uh, in, in Europe and the UK. 
so it, it's huge. And uh, there's always a lot of people, there will always be people wanting to be their own bosses, being entrepreneurs, etc. What we're seeing now is that all these people that are looking to acquire a business have found that the Amazon marketplace offers an opportunity that is kind of easy to action and uh, understandable for everybody. And that's why everybody's flocking into this kind of hype. Um, we're seeing people kind of shifting towards D2C sites and Shopify sites now. Um, and more and more people interested in other types of businesses like content sites, et cetera. So I guess that, that the overall trend of wanting to buy a business will always exist. Whether they're going to be Amazon businesses or other type of businesses, well, we'll see over time. But at, at this stage, I would say that Amazon still offers a very good opportunity for, for people to become a business owner. Okay, great. Excellent. So last question, what has inspired you recently? This could be e-commerce, finance, anything. And that's a, that's a question I like to, because uh, rewinding back to, to how I started this, uh, this company, um, I, I yeah, initially try to uh, look for ways to acquire companies. And the reason why is because I like to work with uh, business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, and people who are uh, managing small businesses, talking to them and understanding them. And that's something that uh, I get to do now. Uh, and it's, it's super interesting. I mean, each of them has a, a different story. Each of them has a different strategy. And if you gather all those pieces, then, then uh, there's a lot of inspiration that you can gather from these people who are kind of uh, heroes, if you look at them. I mean, they, they, they are so focused in, in creating something, in building something. That's the type of inspiration that I, 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 I get from them. And it's, it's super cool. Excellent. Great. Okay, well, love, love to speak to you and good luck for the future. All right. Great, Trevor. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.